today I want us just to look into the Word for a little while, and uh, I believe God has something for us. Um, he's still on the throne. He's still moving, and He's still ministering. So in the name of Jesus right now, I bind every spirit out of hell that tries to come against the Word, that tries to come against the moving of the Spirit here today. And in Jesus' name, I pray, Lord, a special touch for each one of us, Lord. Father, we come here today, Lord, uh, Father, to worship you, to adore you, to praise you, and to thank you, Lord. Uh, Father, so much, Lord, from our heart, we say thank you. Father, we thank you for Calvary today. Uh, we thank you Lord, for that old rugged cross. Father, the supreme sacrifice that was made. Now, Father, we just Lord, just commit, Father, the rest of this service, Lord, Father, into your hands and into your trust, O oh God, Father, knowing that you're here with us, Lord, Father, you said, Lord, when we gather together, even two or three of us, Father, you are in our midst. So today, Lord, we say, have your way, Lord, minister as you see fit today, and hide us behind the cross of Calvary, in the name of Jesus, and present yourself real and strong in Jesus holy name glory to God glory to God you know I want to talk to us just a few minutes today uh, and I want to ask you a question uh, have you been to Gethsemane we've been to Calvary amen we sing about the old rugged cross hallelujah we sing about the nail scarred hands the piercing of our Savior's feet we sing about how he sacrificed, how he was beaten, how he bled for us. Amen. But you know, before Calvary, he had to go to Gethsemane, didn't he? He had to go to Gethsemane. So this morning, I want us to think upon that. Have you been to Gethsemane yet? I want to take our text from uh, Luke chapter 22. We'll verse, read verse 39 through 44. And the Bible says, And he came out and went as he was wont to the Mount of Olives, and his disciples also followed him. And when he was at the place, he said unto them, Pray that you enter not into temptation. For he was withdrawn from them about a stone's cast, and kneeled down and prayed, saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. And there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, strengthening him. And being in an agony, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was as if it were great drops of blood falling down to the ground. That was a heartfelt prayer of total submission to the Father's will. We sang the song, I've been to Calvary. I can say I've seen the Lord. Oh, I've been to Calvary through the witness of his word. I've been to Calvary for each day. What a thrill of love divine. Just to know that the Savior is mine. But you know, before Calvary, amen, he had to go to Gethsemane. Over in Luke 22 and 33, you can follow me if you like. But anyway, and when they were come to the place, which is called Calvary, they were cru they crucified him and the malefactors and one on the right hand and the other on the left. Who his own self bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness by whose strength. Ye were 
healed. It didn't say you might be. It didn't say you will be. But it says you were healed. He paid for it. He paid the price in full that we might have all the benefits of Calvary, all the good things uh, that God wants us to have. Amen. Uh, so, you know, we can sing, oh, praise the Lord. Uh, I've been there. Uh, there's an old song and it's been rolling over in my, uh, in my mind so much lately. Years I spent in vanity and pride, caring not my Lord. I know you can play that on that piano, Linda. Praying, caring not my Lord was crucified, knowing not it was for me he died on Calvary. Mercy, there was grace, and grace was free. Pardon, there was multiplied for me. Hallelujah. Oh, now I can sing in liberty. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm so glad for that. Another one we sing. At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light, and the burden of my heart, was rolled away. It was there by faith. I received my sight. And now I am happy all the day. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, I tell you what, I'm glad for that old cross. I'm glad for our Lord who paid the full price. He paid it all. And as another old song says, all to him I owe. Sin has left its crimson stain. But he washed me white as snow. Amen. So I'm glad today. You may, to many of us, you know, freedom looks like a lady in a harbor with a torch in her hand. Freedom for me was the old rugged cross. Amen. Amen. That stood on a hill that day. Hallelujah. Where our Savior was submissive to the cross. Hallelujah. You know, uh, the, 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 freedom that we receive today uh, it calls out bring me your tired bring me your weary and he said i'll give them rest he says bring me the bound uh, and i'll set them at liberty uh, for he who the son has set free is free indeed bring me the hurting i want to remove the pain and i want to soothe every aching heart uh, every aching body uh, bring them to me that's a liberty amen uh, i can truly testify uh, i'm so glad to say uh, that i have been to calvary i have been to calvary amen uh, and what a difference uh, that crimson stream made amen uh, that flows uh, from that dear place hallelujah you know uh, the enemy came in and we know what happened in the garden of eden we know that how how that he came and he deceived eve and adam followed along you know and how sin came into the world uh, but we needed a savior amen uh, we needed a savior we needed somebody to redeem us uh, to buy us back amen because uh, we're all born in sin uh, and i believe we all know that amen uh, you may say well i haven't sinned uh, i haven't done any bad big bad thing in my life uh, but i want you to know uh, until you come to the foot of the cross uh, until you totally submit yourself uh, to the lord jesus christ you are a sinner amen uh, but there's been a way made uh, that we no longer have to remain in that state uh, but because of calvary uh, because of jesus uh, we have been redeemed uh, amen uh, and we can enjoy uh, all the benefits uh, of the cross of Calvary. Hey, amen. Amen. Uh, you know, I was reading something that uh, 
this minister was uh, likening the three strikes, you know, where it talks about, well, over in chapter 2 and 16, for all that's in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life uh, is not of the Father, but it's of the world. <laughs> and, and he was talking about how Satan took these three strikes uh, that he threw against God's people. It was like a blow against God's people. Uh, and then how Jesus came in, amen, uh, and the three Spikes, hallelujah, that he took. Uh, oh, my goodness, was such a great part of that redemption plan uh, that we can be free uh, from the three strikes of the enemy. Amen. Uh, because of the three spikes, hallelujah. Yes. Number one, hallelujah, was a strike uh, against the lust of the eyes. Uh, the other was a strike uh, against the pride of life. Uh, the other uh, is, amen, uh, is a strike against the lust of the flesh. Uh, lust of the eye and the pride of life i'll get that right amen hallelujah and i'm so glad uh, that he won i'm so glad uh, that jesus came on the yes. scene amen uh, but you know uh, god was in that workshop working all the time uh, he was working on the plan amen uh, hallelujah and you know i believe satan trembled uh, when he found out uh, that our redeemer came amen uh, that jesus came uh, i believe that he trembled the bible says he fears uh, and trembles amen uh, did you know that about satan uh, he trembles uh, amen uh, whenever you mention the name of jesus uh, because he knows there's a power uh, that's greater than him uh, there's a power amen uh, that he cannot uh, defy uh, there's a power amen uh, in that name of Jesus, hallelujah. And I'm so glad. I'm so glad uh, that Satan was defeated. Amen. Uh, the Bible says if he would have known, uh, then he would not have crucified uh, the Son of God. Had he known, amen, uh, he would have left him alone. Uh, but he thought he was a winner. Uh, amen. But he wasn't. He wasn't. Amen. I'm so glad uh, that, that Jesus won it for us on Calvary. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I'm so glad today that it was, you know, it was by his will. He was willing to do that for us. Amen. Amen. So he brought, he bought our redemption. His blood bought our freedom. And I'm praising God today for Calvary. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you glad for Calvary? Amen. Are you glad for it? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank God for the blood. Thank God for the old rugged cross. Thank God uh, for giving us hope. I'm so glad for the hope that God gives to us. You know, the word says, if our hope is in this life only, we are of all men most miserable. Uh, so I'm glad today that we have hope in the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, but you know, we come together on Sundays. Uh, we come together on Wednesdays. Amen. Uh, and we shout the victory. Amen. Jesus paid it all. All to him I owe. Amen. Uh, sin has left its crimson stain and he washed it white as slow. No, we boast. Amen. That we've been there. We've been to Calvary. Hallelujah. But you know, there's a spirit in this end time in the day that we're in. I want everything, but I want to pay nothing. Right. Now, Jesus paid it all. Amen. He paid it all. But before he paid it all, before he went to the cross, amen, and gave and paid the full supreme sacrifice, he had to go to Gethsemane. Yes. Have you been to Gethsemane? 
Hallelujah. Have you been to Gethsemane? Amen. And I feel like God today, especially in the time that we're living in, God is speaking to hearts. And he's saying, have you committed your life totally and completely to me? Have you surrendered your all? Is there anything uh, that you're holding uh, between me and you. Amen. You know, God will not share his throne with another. Uh, he will not share uh, amen uh, with another. Uh, he will be the one and only. God is a jealous God. You ever heard that? Oh, but he is. That's what the word says. Amen. He won't share his throne with another. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So we want everything but, you know, the Bible tells us to pick up your cross daily and follow me. And there's something that we have to do. We know all the promises of God. They're true. They're sure. They're amen. His word is yes and amen. Uh, he won't change it. There's no shadow of his turning. Amen. Uh, but you know what? Many of his promises are conditional. Come on, folks. We might as well, we might as well think about it. The promises of God. So many times there's a little if, I-F, that little word in there. I'll do this if you'll do that. Right. Now, salvation is free, but there are many benefits that we talk about so often that there's something that we have to do. But, you know, we want everything, and we're told that we can have everything uh, without going to Gethsemane uh, and saying, not my will, but yours be done. I totally uh, commit my life unto you. Hey, I think God's turned the searchlight on some of us today. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Gethsemane had to come first. Amen. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Amen. See, in the Garden of Gethsemane, many things were settled. There was some serious dying out that occurred that night in prayer. He had to totally die out to the flesh. That is where the flesh really lost. There, the spirit and the will of God won. Hallelujah. Oh, my. The word tells us that the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Yes. Praise God. And we know that Jesus was God manifested in the flesh. He was all God, yet he was all man. Hallelujah. Bible tells us that the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John bore witness of him and cried, saying, This was he of whom I spoke. He that cometh after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. So, you know, God had to robe himself in a human body so he'd become acquainted with our griefs, our struggles, our pain, so he could take the three spikes, <laughs> amen, for our three strikes. Hallelujah. He was God in the flesh, but the body he worked in felt all the things that we need. You know, he cares about every little thing that you 
that you care about, every little thing that touches you, every time the enemy comes at you with a wrong thought, with a wrong idea, with a wrong slap in the face, uh, let me tell you, Jesus cares. He knows about how you feel. He knows about all of your concerns. He knows your every thought. Amen. That you think Satan doesn't know all of our thoughts, but our Father does. He knows what's going through our minds. He knows about our worries. He knows about our concerns. He cares about all of these things. I know sometimes it feels like nobody understands. Nobody, nobody knows how hard this is. Nobody knows what it's all about. Oh, yes, somebody knows and somebody cares. Who's that somebody? Jesus, 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 Jesus. Uh, He knew that if I was ever to become as him, he would have to become like me. Isn't that awesome? He knew that. He knew that when God himself came, amen, in the form of flesh so he could feel. The Bible says that we have a a high priest that's touched with the feelings of our infirmities. Amen. He was like us. He went through things that we go through. You might say, well, I don't know how could he have ever gone through this. He did. He did. He did. Every part of his body, his mind, his soul was touched. Every fiber of his being was touched inside and out, spiritually, physically, emotionally so don't ever think that you're going through something that he wasn't touched with temptation oh my we know how the enemy came at him remember when he was led by the spirit into the wilderness and how the enemy came at him uh, especially three times uh, tempted him in the wilderness (laughs) oh but i tell you what he knew and who he knew who he was uh, but he knew The word was powerful, and he knew who, amen, that he could depend on that would see him through. But he knew what it was like to be tempted. He knew that, amen. So if he he knew that if I was to ever become like him, he's our example. Hallelujah. He's our example, and we're to be like him. You might say, well, I have a lot of growing to do, don't we all? We're striving. The Bible says strive that you may enter in. So we strive to enter in. Amen. It's a continual warfare, the flesh and the spirit. And Satan is out to do his dirty work, pull you under and destroy your soul in hell. That's his aim. Amen. That's his aim is to destroy. That's what he came for. And he's on the job. He came to steal from you. You're his target. He came to kill. Amen? Hallelujah and destroy. He's a destructor. But you know what? I thank God 
that our big brother, amen, our Heavenly Father went before us. He paved the way before us. Oh, and I'm so glad that when he went back, he sent us the comforter, which is the Holy Spirit. Amen. He's our constant companion. He lives in us. He walks in us. Amen. He stands by our side. He covers us in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. In the garden, the humanity side knew the pain that lay ahead. It knew the hurt. The humanity side cried out to, to his deity side, If it be possible, let this cup pass from me. If it be possible. <laughs> oh, if it be your will. And he declared to the disciples that where the spirit is willing, the flesh is weak. But Jesus was so grieved in Gethsemane. The Bible says his sweat was like great drops of blood. I knew a woman one time that told me, she's gone on to be with the Lord, that she prayed so hard in travail and intercessory until her eyes bled. I thought, oh my, that's just a touch of what happened to our Savior when he bore the sins and the cares of the whole world. From the very beginning, all the way to the end. We can't imagine. Our minds can't comprehend what our Savior went through. Hallelujah. When he died, when he gave his all, he was so grieved. But after subjecting himself in the garden, he finally declares, not my will, but yours be done. Not my will, but thine be done. Hallelujah. What love. What love. Hallelujah. The fleshly side had been crucified and subjected way before he hung, surrendered, on the, suspended on that cross. Amen. Before he hung, suspended on the cross, the fleshly side had been crucified and subjected to the will of God. Hallelujah. The reason that was so important is that after Adam and Eve had lost the battle of the flesh in a garden, amen, Jesus had to come back to the garden, to a garden, amen, and surrender. We know that they caved in and gave in the flesh. Men had paid the price ever since because we live in sin. We live in, under all the conditions of Satan, amen, but God, amen. Amen, amen. So since man lost the battle in the flesh in the garden, Jesus had to conquer the flesh in the garden. So there in Gethsemane, the victory over flesh was won back, and Jesus restored. He is a restorer of the breach, amen? He is a restorer, and he wants to restore everything that the enemy has stolen from you. And until we come to the cross of Calvary, let me tell you what, there's been a lot of theft, amen? The enemy has stolen, but Jesus came to restore all that the enemy has stolen from us. I'm glad he's in the restoration business. Praise God. So in Gethsemane, the victory over flesh was won back right then and there. Let's look at the word Gethsemane. We know, I'm sure, especially Bible scholars know what that means. Gethsemane means olive press, olive press. I know I'm taking a little bit of time here, but I've been pretty short. 
<laughs> Praise God. The word Gethsemane means olive press. Olive press or oil extraction is a process. Now listen to this. Let's apply it spiritually. It's a process of separating the oil from the other contents. It is possible to attain this separation by physical means alone. Oil and water do not mix, so they are relatively easy to separate. The first operation when extracting olive oil is washing the olives. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Washing the olives. Washed in the blood of the Lamb. To reduce the presence of contaminants, especially soil, which can create a particular flavor effect called soil taste. Then the olive press was a place of crushing, oh my, crushing out the impurities. <laughs> oh my goodness, sometimes I think God takes us back to the place called Gethsemane sometimes. Uh, oh, when it seems like uh, there are some impurities uh, that comes inside us that we need to see crushed out. Oh, but he loves us so much that he'll do it. Uh, but anyway, uh, the olive press uh, was a place of crushing, crushing uh, out the impurities. They would lay heavy stones on tops of on the tops of the olives each time adding more stones. That's a pretty good study. Somebody want to get into it. A really good teaching. Uh, the first crushing was the purest oil. <laughs> Come on, folks. Some of you have been there. Some of you have been to Gethsemane. Hallelujah. We've gone through some crushing, some pressing. Amen. The first crushing was the purest oil, and we beat a direct crushing with a stone. And then the remains of the olives from the first crushing were placed in cloth baskets. They would place more weight on the baskets. The baskets were placed 12 high. Interesting, rather accident or intentional, there were 12 tribes, and we could go into the 12s, which we won't do here. But the crushing continued over and over and over until all the bad had been removed and could be trashed. I was thinking about going to the potter's house. <laughs> Occasionally, God will bring us to the potter's house. He'll bring us back to the potter's house. Amen. So Jesus takes his struggling humanity side to the place of crushing. He lays his body down, doesn't he? He gives it up. It takes him three crushings. It started out with, if there be any way, Father, let this cup pass from me. No human being would want to face, not even just a little bit of what he faced on Calvary that day. Amen. So it started out, Lord, if there's any way, if, it, if you be willing, let this cup pass from me. But finally, after weeping, wailing, and wrestling with the old flesh, he's strengthened. And finally, through prayer, he's able to stand and say, Not my will, but thine be done. I've been thinking a lot lately over the years and of the times that I totally and fully felt at that time that I was submitting my life to God. And I was thinking back in the home church 
right back in the home church. When you walk into the building on the left, about the third seat down, we were standing. And I said, Lord, no matter what, I'll serve you. No matter what happens and no matter what comes my way, Father, I'll serve you and I'll walk with you. I can take you to our old church right now and I can show you exactly what happened there. I could take you on over the years. Oh, no, I'm not perfect. I've made many mistakes. I've made many wrong choices in life. But I tell you what, not my will, but thine be done. Uh, that was spoken by the Father, hallelujah, has proved to me uh, that he walked with me every step of the way. Hallelujah. His submission to the cross. His, his submission uh, to carrying, taking upon himself everything that will ever touch me or attack me. And I thank God for it. I thank God for it. He walks with you. He will not ever, ever, ever leave you. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> There's a voice calling me from an old rugged tree, and it whispers, draw closer to me. Leave this world far behind for their new heights to climb and a new place in me you will find. He's calling us closer to him, folks. He's drawing us by his spirit. And he's saying, lay aside all the works of the flesh. Lay aside all the weights that keep you down. So many times our focus is so on the things that pain us and we cannot help it because we're human. But we need to get our focus up on the main thing. Look to the hills for what's cometh your help. For your help cometh from the Lord. And I promise you, uh, he will not ever, ever, ever leave you. He will not go back on his word. So whatever it takes to draw us closer to the Lord, uh, we need to say, I'll go. I'll go to Gethsemane. Uh, I will lay down my life. I will submit totally and completely to you. I'll give my all to you, Lord. I want nothing in between. Nothing between my soul and my Savior. Oh, no. Nothing is worth it. Hallelujah. So whatever it takes, that's how we need to feel and we need to think, whatever it takes. I'll go to Gethsemane. It was because of Gethsemane. The will of the flesh was defeated and Calvary came about. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Not until there's a trip to Gethsemane have we submitted. We have but a mere religion. We need to go and submit. You know, I tell people sometimes, often, especially in uh, evangelistic work in different places, I've, everybody has a Gethsemane. There's a time in everybody's life where they're going to fully submit to God or they're going to run the other way. Amen. And God is calling us today. He said, fully submit. Amen. We want to sing about the blood of Jesus that set us free. And thank God for the powerful blood. Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins. Without the shedding of blood, we can't find our place in God. Amen. By the shedding of blood. Hallelujah. Oh, I thank God for that. We want revival. But don't tell us we have to pray for it. Oh, no. We want to sing about it. But don't tell me 
we have to sacrifice. Don't tell me uh, that I have to do something too. It's all free. Yes, it is, but there is a price that we have to pay. The closer we get to the Lord uh, and the more the anointing resides in our life, uh, we have to pay a price. Amen. Uh, there's something that we have to do. If my people, hallelujah, and I believe he's saying today, if my people, oh, I want to sing about all these things. But I don't want it to cost me any time, anything. We've been to Calvary, but have we truly crucified and crushed the flesh and brought it under subjection? And that's what God wants out of us. You might say, well, I can't take part in what's going on in the world. I can't take part in what's going on in my surround." And that's right. That's right. He's called us unto himself. He says, be ye separate. Oh, yes, he does. We're separated from the world. Amen. Hallelujah. We've been to Calvary, but have we truly crucified the flesh and crushed it? Have we left some impurities in the olive? Have we truly laid it all down? Oh, yeah. It hurts. It doesn't feel good to the flesh at all to surrender totally to God. But we must. We must. Hallelujah. Have we really had the Gethsemane experience? Glory to God. Hallelujah. I could go on and on and on. But to get the full effect, there's going to have to be some extractions at the olive press. flesh doesn't like that there's to be some extractions some separation is going to have to take place <laughs> some sacrifice has to take place over in Acts chapter 26 it talks about Agrippa saying to Paul, almost thou persuadeth me to be a Christian. There's something he didn't want to do. It was presented to him, but he had a choice. He had a choice to make. Amen. Remember the young man that came and asked Jesus, good master, what good things shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? And the Lord told him, well, you keep the commandments and you do all these things. And he said, well, all these things I've kept from my youth. He said, what lack I yet? I want us to ask ourselves today, what are we lacking? God has a powerful people. He has a powerful church. He's coming back after that church. that's going to be greater than the former. Hallelujah. But what are we lacking? He told Jesus, I've done all these things. And then God required more. God required total subjection and obedience. Praise God. He thought Jesus had just declared him sanctified and ready for heaven. <laughs> but Jesus breaks it down for him. And Jesus responds with this. If you will be perfect... Go and sell what you have 
and give it to the poor and you'll have treasure in heaven. But when he heard these things, he didn't want to be obedient at all. There was one thing that he lacked and that one thing Jesus required of him. Hallelujah. Amen. I know that we feel we've done all things right. Jesus was saying, I don't want any of you left in you. Oh, my goodness. This is not a shouting message today, is it? I don't want any of you left in you. Flesh has to die out. Amen. Uh, hallelujah. Oh, my goodness. Um, he's saying, you kept the commandments. You come to church on Sunday. You love your neighbor. But your problem is you have never completely crucified the flesh. No wonder the word says many are called, but few are chosen. No wonder the word says uh, many will enter therein. Straight is the gate and narrow is the way. I wish everybody would be here. Hallelujah. Hmm. The salvation that Calvary brought comes with a price tag of dying to my stinking flesh, dying out to the spirit of what's in it for me, some consecration and some separation. We have too many Agrippas and rich men, mentality Christians. I want to be saved, but I don't want it to cost me anything. Amen. Hallelujah. But the question again today, have you been to Gethsemane? Have you completely sold out? Have you truly died out and given your all to the Lord? Has the flesh been crucified to the point of whatever it cost? I'm willing to pay the price to make Calvary's purpose real in not only my life, but those around me. Oh, and we need to pray, Lord, take me to the pressing, and everything that's not pure, separate it and cleanse me of it, O oh Lord. That should be our prayer. Uh, and if uh, Calvary's full effect calls me a Gethsemane, Lord, then not my will, but thine be done. Hallelujah. Lord, I beg, less of me and more of you. You did pay a huge debt that I couldn't pay, but you require some things from me also. Amen. And again, the scripture. He said unto them all, Luke 9 and 23, If any man will come after me, let him. What? What? Huh? Let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's not be half persuaded, but let's be fully persuaded. Amen. I like that old song. It says, I come to the garden alone while the dew is still on the roses. And the voice I hear falling on my ear, the Son of God discloses. He speaks at the sound of his voice. It's so sweet that the birds hush their singing. And the melody that he gave to me within my heart is ringing. And he walks with me. Come on, Marcy. We need to get together. And he talks with me. And he tells me I am his own. And the joy we share as we tarry there, none other has ever known. Hallelujah, hallelujah.
How can we be so full of him if we're so full of me? Hallelujah. I have to drag myself to Gethsemane, but I have to have a Gethsemane moment if he's to walk with me and I with him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.